How's it going? We're back with Noob Guiding Noob. Yep, we're back, guys. I'm Matt, and that's Mike. And uh, we're doing another Mass Effect episode. <sighs> Jesus Christ. I think, well, okay, so I, I've got this one that I want to talk about. I think Ugh. I want to do one, maybe two more, because I might want to talk about, like, the Spectres and whatnot. Yeah. Um, But the next episode is going to be the last, like species and history stuff i'm not gonna touch because i know if as soon as i move this it's gonna mess everything up it's gonna you ruin it the microphone is now not working it's gonna untighten <laughs> itself which is just irritating yeah um, um what is today hmm? what is today uh today is the 18th 8 18th god damn is this seriously well yeah we missed the past well it's not even just that Dude, week ago have, or whatever i've been working nothing but overtime for the last month and like legitimately yeah. i the, the last month or so has been a blur. But, Mike, it's episode five for you. Yeah, it is episode five. Episode five. F- for me? It's because you're doing episode okay, five. Okay, I was, I I was, I was going to say, we're like, wait a minute. Hang on. Did you do my episodes without me? That's you, fine. You but... get all the odds. <laughs> I get all the even numbers. So episode 10 will be my episode. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. That actually works out. That means I get that. episode 100 when we don't get to it. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way in hell. Oh, that's peaked. That's peaked so fucking bad. That's, that's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I can I can yeah. change a lot of that stuff in post. Um. So anyway, today oh. we're actually going to be talking um kind of about the humans and how wow. they got into the galaxy. So very awesome. Uh. But as again, as with almost every species in Mass Effect, you can't talk about one species without talking about at least one other species, sometimes multiple. Um. So we're actually going to be talking starting off with the Turians. I would have to assume that's for a lot of fantasy races. Um, in definitely, game, especially in games, a and lot stuff. of fantasy civilizations. There are some exceptions, but um, I will say Mass Effect typically does it better than most others, um, just because it's like it's an already established um, setting. Yeah, and it's not overkill like how Elder Scrolls is. Right. Well, but the, but the thing is <sighs> also like with Elder Scrolls, you can talk about just the elves to start with. Yeah, you, know, you can talk about just the the Aedra and the Daedra, you know, yeah. the gods and whatnot. With Mass Effect, all the all the shit has already happened. Mm, okay, and so they've all already started interacting with each other. Gotcha. And also the way that it's designed. Again, you talk about the Krogan, but they're so heavily intertwined with the Salarians. You have to talk a bit about the Salarians. How? Yeah, because how all that yeah the Genophage and their shit would wouldn't have happened if the, if yeah, it weren't for exactly, the Salarians exactly. and the Rakthari or whatever the hell they were. Those Sorry, bu- uh, the or, bugs. Oh, the Rachni. Rachni. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and well, exactly though is like is like so you can't talk about you cannot talk about one without the other because like they're so you'd be missing critical plot points exactly. So um, the Turians are a bit of an exception, but they're also kind of not because like on the one hand they kind of have their own thing going on. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, there's actually not a whole lot to them. They're a really basic ass species. <laughs> like they're really cool in their own way, but like. They're cool because they're simple to get. Okay. Does that make sense? Because they're, the mo- they're simple enough to the core point of how humans are simple enough to understand. Yeah. Well, humans are simple to understand because we are humans, so we un- we understand. Oh. Humans are just humans. Yeah. Actually, what was really cool about humans, and I'll kind of get to this a little bit later, is um, in terms of the other species of the galaxy, mm-hmm. we're actually incredibly complex, and that's kind of why they don't understand us. Yeah, Morden, Morden I actually, guess. Morden actually covers it in the in the second game. He's like, "Look, if you look at an Asari, a Salarian, a Turian, a Krogan, whatever, you can expect, you know, you can reasonably 
um, expect certain things. You can expect the Krogan to be aggressive. You can expect the Turian to have a stick up his ass. You can expect the Salarian to be like, a, you know, scientist, science or logic driven. Huh. You cannot expect that from humans. And hu humans are like a wild well, card cause like, when it comes to Because humans could be all of those things. But they could also be something completely different. Like, humans are selfish assholes. Except when they're not. Then they're the most loyal companions you can have. And we want to murder everything, except, except when we when don't. Except when we don't, and we're like the greatest humanitarians. Oh my god. Like, so, it's, it's, it's kind of it's interesting that you, you wow. bring that up. Yeah, humans are actually incredibly complex in terms of the species of Mass Effect. Um, or when compared to the species of Mass Effect. So in the context of Mass Effect, mm -hmm. Reapers are the oldest living species or is it in quotes well, but technically there is there the prometheans and then reapers no no, no. reapers came before the uh, protheans protheans because um, they they remember the protean society was actually built on reaper tech and okay. just like modern galactic society was. so it goes reapers protheans and then humans, humans? yeah asari came first or not humans uh, sorry asari modern, yeah modern galactic civilization which started with the asari asari turians uh, sorry salarians sorry salarians turians krogan's human I think, no, Turians actually didn't come until later, believe it or not. Um, it well, they had to went, go with humans. Oh, um, no. Humans are the newest ones. So we're newest. Yeah. Okay. So it basically went, um, here's the, the general gist of it. Asari, Salarians, Volus, actually. The Volus boys, yep. right. And then I think uh, the, what are they called? The Elcor came next. Those like buffalo looking boys. Yeah, the big ones that walk on all fours. Yeah. Um, and then you have like the Hanar, uh, the Drell didn't come till a little bit later. I couldn't give you anything. I couldn't give you the specific like order that they showed up in, but actually fun fact, I found this out today. Uh, the Turians came after the Krogans, believe it or not. They were actually discovered during the Krogan rebellion. And you know what? Tell, oh, tell you what. Let, okay. me, let me just, let me get oh, into no, my I notes just, and, and we'll fucking relax, bro. I was just yeah. trying to figure out so, stuff. Mike, it's not recording. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. So fun fact. The Turians had actually already started exploring the mass relays and colonizing just random planets that yeah. they found before the Asari even hit the Citadel. They the, oh. the Asari the Asari found the Citadel first, but the Turians were arguably like according to kind of what I was just kind of fiddling with. Yeah, they were the first species in our cycle to actually start up the mass relays and start going around and exploring them. Okay. Yeah. They just they just never hit the citadel because what it is huh. is it's a, the relays. Well, they're a relay. You mm -hmm. go from one to the next to the next, and they're kind of like they're just slingshots. They slingshot you to the next one. You get to the next one, and you slingshot to the one after that. Okay. Eventually, you will hit the citadel, which is like a big nexus point for all the relays. But from the citadel, you could only go to other relays. Um, you go yes, but you can go to multiple relays from the citadel. Okay. It's it's like. So picture it like the spoke there, of a wheel. There are enough relays surrounding the Citadel in close proximity that you can go to those and then go kind to of. other there's, relays from those relays. There's technically only one, but that one connects to Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Instead, right. instead of just connecting, like, you can go left or right here, you can go left, right, up, down, and backwards. Gotcha. That's, All right. That's kind of the basic gist of it. Um. So anyway, they were so they were colonizing even before the Asari had reached the Citadel, which is, like, kind of the start point of galactic civilization. Okay. Um... The colonies, however, because just Turian nature, they're pretty aggressive and, and actually apparently very xenophobic. Uh, fun fact. <laughs> Whoa, what? Yeah. That's yeah, crazy. No. Well, I mean, like, you, you'd say that, but, like, you know, humans are naturally xenophobic, too. We oh, don't absolutely. trust things that aren't human. Turians apparently took that to, like, the next level up. We don't even trust humans as humans. Yeah, so. no, absolutely. <laughs> um, I, 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 yes, that's, uh, yeah, that's exactly yeah. how human society so. is pretty much founded. 
Um, but colonies that whenever they started to colonize uh, from the Turian, the Palavan hierarchy is what it is. Palavan mm-hmm. is their homeworld. Um, the colonies basically decided we're going to cut ourselves off from Pal- from the homeworld and we're going to rule ourselves and we're going to be awesome. Okay. Um, keep in mind that like I, I think <sighs> Primarch that's what it's called. Mm. Um, that's their like emperor for Turians, oh, the, okay. the guy that's actually in charge of everything. In charge it's, of it's, it a, it's a military hierarchy. At the top of that military is the Primarch. Okay. I, I think so. I'm trying to remember. I mean, Primarch sounds like a correct term. Yeah, I've I heard. think I, th- I think it's yeah, because yeah, because Primarch um, yes. Victus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds right. That sounds correct. Um. So anyway, the colonies basically decided we're gonna rule ourselves. Fuck Palavan, and you know they they they. They're just isolated themselves. Seceding. Pretty much. Like we did back in old shit. Yeah. <laughs> it, are the Turians basically space humans? No. Not like in the same, but like they're, 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 they're there is a, there are notable differences. Again. They're, because they are they're cutting way... themselves off from their home world where we. Well, so here's, here's kind of. The British. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, there, there are, there are similarities, obviously. Yeah. Like the, the slim. The difference is um, where British colonies fought the British. Yeah, for for um, independence, the Turian colonies said we're independent and then fought each other. Okay, yeah. okay, <laughs> yeah. no, yeah, yeah, yeah. They basically went to war with one another because, well, I live on this planet, and they actually, they actually, this is where they started doing the face paints. You yeah, know, if you play the game, like almost all Turians have like the different face paints. Yeah, this yeah. is where they did that to differentiate what colony they came from, <laughs> and thus how they identified who they hated more. Oh my god! And so they fought each other just just nonstop, <clears throat> and the turian hier- the palavan hierarchy didn't actually get involved for the longest time until the colonies had basically wiped themselves out and couldn't fight back and then they came in and just stopped them jeez <laughs> of course you know why not uh so they they stomped the remaining rebels um and forced them back into the fold <laughs> and this was called the unification wars okay now, a little bit after this, sometime during during all of this uh, Civil War situation, yeah. right, was when the Krogan Rebellions were going on. So a little after oh, the Unification geez. Wars, keep in mind, they, they had just gone to war with themselves. They, they are, had to fight another war? Well, hang on. Okay. Let me get to that. Yeah. <laughs> they are very military-focused. Even, even just, like, as they built their society, basically, you know, your planet has to unify before you can go out to space. Yeah they unified under a military leader. Okay. Okay, so, like, military duty, honor, that is their thing. They're basically their emperor, whatever. The final voice is a military person. Correct. He's the head of the military. Um, So what ended up up happening is they finally made contact with the Citadel and the Council. Yep. This was during the Krogan Rebellions, and uh, basically what ended up happening was the Council was like, hey, there's giant space monsters out here. I.e. the Krogans. Oh my god. Um, we see you have a giant fleet. Would you be willing to go kick their ass? And the, and the Turians are like, yeah, we can do that. <laughs> uh, okay. They they were they were actually all four again, like, oh yeah, no, this this sounds great. We'll do it. We'll, we'll get them in line. Don't worry. And actually, at first, they actually started winning. They didn't just get their, get their shit kicked oh. in like I originally thought. They actually started winning at first. Um, they got a few good victories because they had, they were just, they're tactical. Again, they are strict, duty-bound as a species, yeah. as a society. 
You follow your superior. Krogans just throw bodies. Yep. Yeah. Now, mind you, Krogans are big, yeah. bad monsters, absolutely. The monsters, redundant systems, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Due, due, yeah. due to the superior tactical prowess and, again, realistically superior weaponry at the time, Okay. Um, the Turians actually did have a, have a fighting chance at first. And then the Krogans basically said, new meat. And then went back to full body wave tactics. Yep. And they specifically focused on the Turians. <laughs> um, it actually got really bad. They, they turned the tide. They basically regrouped, counterattacked, and drove the Turians back. And uh, the war was bloody as hell. Turians oh, yeah. took losses left and right. This is where they got their shit kicked in. Were the Krogan Rebellions when Genophage happened? or uh, That's how the, the, the Genophage is how the Krogan Rebellions ended. Okay, so the Krogan yeah. can still produce those. Yes, so that's Jesus that's why they, the Turians were getting their shit kicked. Because I forget, because I listened back to episode <clears throat> one. Mm -hmm. So a singular Krogan female yes. can produce twelve hundred a year. Yeah, just about. Okay, because uh, I kept thinking like overall it was twelve hundred a year. I'm like that doesn't make any no, sense. No, 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 no. That's so every one individual female. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that's ridiculous. The, the, the and they scale, reach maturity within a few years. I, I think I think I relooked that up. I think it was like ten years. But Even like that's then, still yeah, that's still insane. I bet fast. you they'd be training to fight from the second they're fucking breathing out oh, of yeah. the womb. Well, no, no. Remember, culturally speaking, the Krogans are warriors too. Like legitimately, going through puberty, you have to go fight a giant monster. Yeah, and that's God. that is that is like you are now an adult, <laughs> legally speaking. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, it's. So They're this bad. is before that general yeah so um so anyway the Turians started taking massive losses mm -hmm. um to the point that actually the Krogans <laughs> the Krogans even went so far as to hook up giant thrusters to asteroids and dropped them on three separate Turian colonies rendering the planets uninhabitable. Oh, I I feel like that was that ever in the games they talked about uh, they, that? they did something similar yes well th they mentioned it I think that's um, probably what I heard it from I think I think they mentioned it. In Mass Effect 3, but in Mass Maybe. Effect 1, um, the Batarian terrorists yes. tried to do that to one That's of the what it colonies. was. Yes, yep. yes. That's uh, why I remember it. Asteroid X something or another. But yeah, attaching... Bring down, bring down the sky, that's what it's attaching called. Attaching the thrusters to an asteroid. Yep, yeah. and then just ramming it into a colony. Hey, why not? Sure. Yep. Uh, so eventually, um, the Genophage came up, and the Turians, they, like I said, they unilaterally said, hey, I want to press the button. And yes, Turian. just yep. and that that was the turning point of the war. The Krogans could no longer uh, defend them, uh, not defend, but they couldn't keep up they their didn't high have risk the... tactics. Yep. Um, and they ended up they ended up uh, winning, and you know, in thanks. So you know how the Krogan, they beat the Rachni and they got a really nice statue. And and to be fair, they actually served as again because remember at first like probably a couple hundred years, yes. the Krogans were really chill with the council. Yes. They actually served as galactic peacekeepers for a while. They were they were the space cops. Turians, yes. No, Krogans, 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 yeah, Krogans yeah, yeah. yes. Um, so when the Turians put down the Krogan, mm -hmm. they got offered a seat on the Galactic Council. No. And took over as the galactic peacekeepers for the Krogan. No. <laughs> yeah. The Krogans are heavily discriminated against in Mass Effect history. I guess. I mean, probably at the time, if the Krogans... And if they couldn't really like tell if there was one singular Krogan that was not all for like mm -hmm. war and bloodlust and shit, maybe they could have put him on the council. Like Rex technically becomes right, yeah, because he's well. I don't well, think he joins the council. Well, but, like, you said he's that he's the example of a Krogan you're looking for. Yeah, you want one that can flip the switch when he needs to, 
mm-hmm. but can actually make peace with things because he's not like he needs to go fight. Exactly. And that and to but again, to be fair, yeah. the Krogan did have um methodologies within their society to do that. Yeah. Like again, part of the thing about their their um rite of passage, go fight something was so that you could control your rage. Yes. That was that was a huge thing. It's not like them. they were rage monsters twenty four seven. They obviously had ways to keep they, peace, ex- exactly, and be maybe diplomatic. So like, about but stuff. again, that was all before the Krogan rebellions. After the Krogan rebellions, they are pissed at everything all the time. Yeah, they might be a little Re- bit reasonably so. Though. Might be. Um. So yeah, the the Turians took over as galactic peacekeepers. They are known for their strict military hierarchy. Yep. Every Turian serves in the military. It it is it is a societal requirement. Okay. Um, but they also proposed they actually proposed uh, CSEC Citadel Security, which is like a neutral security force. Like all species can can contribute uh, to being this police force. Yeah. That monitors the Citadel and some of Citadel space. CSEC is not just Turian. Like anybody can join CSEC. Yep. But it's just, yeah, it's a Tur- Turians were the big ones because, again, that was like... They, they made that. They and... proposed it and also, again, it's still a With their, like, military Military force. intelligence, tactical, like, all that stuff, they're probably the best suited for mm-hmm. it, too. So. Yeah. But the Asari and the Solarians did definitely contribute. Well, yeah. And I think that there are some other... Like, there's some Bolas, like, you know, they're not... They're not, like, <laughs> up front, but, like, they're the computer guys in the yeah. background kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, and they're actually really respected for their public service to the rest of the galaxy. Uh, yep. Just the, the Turians in general, because they again they're the military arm, and they also are like heavily involved in CSEC. Yeah, they maintain the peace. They are peacekeepers. They're not just warmongering monsters, <laughs> which you would kind of expect. No. They do take a kind of like imperialistic attitude towards everyone else. Um, so like they they see you as you guys are colonies. We are better than that. Oh, uh, mm. yeah. Th- there's there's a bit of an mm. undertone there, but it's okay. not it's not like the that's not like just how they treat everything. And they actually really respect the Asari and the Salarians on the grounds that like ba- basically the reasons why the Turians don't turn <laughs> around and try and take over the galaxy is because they know they would lose more than they gained. Oh yeah. If they took out the the Asari and the Salarians, yeah, they would have no. No actual they benefit. Yeah, they, they wouldn't have the scientific benefit of the Salarians, and they wouldn't have the diplomatic benefit of the Asari keeping everyone in line. Yeah, it's it's kind of... Yeah. Well, actually, what's funny is, like, this is where the next thing came in. And I'm actually kind of proud of myself. I, I said, like, it was the Relay 14 incident in episode uh, one or two when I mentioned the Turians the first time. Like, you had the first contact Yeah, the or, first contact or Relay it's, 14. It's Relay 314, so I was close. Oh, my God. Not one number <laughs> off. Um, so the short version, this is when the humans come into the galaxy. So yep. the, the Turians are peacekeepers for a while. They do their thing. Like you mentioned, we found Pluto yep. again. Uh, we, well, we found, we found, well, we knew where Pluto was. <laughs> the moon of Pluto. Which oh, is there a, was a moon of? Yeah. Pluto has a moon. You know that, right? No, because Pluto's not a planet. <laughs> no. Yeah, I know. It's so, 2023, dude. We I, don't care I about Pluto think, anymore. I think the moon is actually called Charon. Um, that sounds correct. It, it, yeah, that sounds right. I need, I didn't actually double check that. I would assume it's been so. A while. Um, so they discover the humans. They discovered the they relay. discover. Uh, well, first they discover Mars. They go to Mars and they find a Prothean uh, research facility. Okay. Um, it was actually an observation post where they were observing humans, and that's where we got our faster than life te- uh, light travel. Yeah. Yep. And then we made it to we we kind of 
mined our galaxy a bit and you know the asteroids being able to go to other planets yeah. within a few eventually we make the pluto of, yeah. we discover this giant superstructure that is completely frozen that's orbiting pluto and that is the charon relay we found out how to reactivate it we activated it and interestingly enough i i thought that like we activated it and then someone came to us i i was i misspoke on that we activated it and we just started colonizing everything we could oh my god yep um, and to be fair, it wasn't like we were being greedy or anything. It was mostly just curiosity of the galaxy. Well, like, yeah. Like, there's this giant space structure clearly built by something. We were kind of curious what built it. And we kind of go around, oh, there's a habitable planet here. We'll set up shop, move on, you know, whatever. Mm, okay. Um, and we actually we actually activated a few different relays, similar to the Turians when they first got started. Yeah. Right? Um, and we began, it, it is massive expansion. Humans exploding oh, of course they can out to yeah. the galaxy uh well again actually you well know they probably you... had to right um no there okay. wasn't there wasn't any particular like you're, you're thinking like population issues or something yeah. yeah no in the mass effect universe they didn't really have that okay. like, like they i mean probably did a little bit but like not like not like dead space where they're so overpopulated and the demand for resources is so high that you know they had to move out or they would just die on their own planet gotcha it wasn't like that <clears throat> they just moved out and they were just you know humans are just curious about the universe it's what we do we are curious what we gotta do and we were able to actually um set up shop on a lot of different planets partly because again going back to what morden said you can't really predict what a human is like one of the reasons why he says that is because like i mentioned Sirkesh for the solarians it's a massive jungle planet right yes the hanar live on an ocean world the drell live on a massive desert planet humans we can live anywhere we basically what it basically, is basically yeah basically what it is is our we we evolved on a planet with so many different like geographical features we are and highly climates. adaptive yep. Yep. we're not specialized in any one thing but we excel in everything yeah, yeah. makes sense and so we, we were able to as we expanded <clears throat> we blew up into the galaxy so many colonies everywhere and and again, it was all through like shutdown relays, so nobody knew that we were we were doing this <laughs> um, for a little while until relay three fourteen. Three fourteen. Now the Turians on a patrol, just a standard patrol, mm -hmm. come across this deactive relay and a bunch of monkeys trying to turn it back on. <sighs> this is, to be fair, incredibly illegal since the Rachni Wars, because the last time someone turned on a relay. Giant bugs came out and tried to eat the galaxy. Listen, just because the bugs were super sentient about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that, that's basically... That's basically... It. Yeah. So yeah. to be fair, activating relays is very illegal. The Turian policy? Shoot first, ask later. That's a smart policy. Yep. Uh, they ran across this random species of space monkeys and just started blasting. Perfect. They missed one ship. And that ship returned to warn the Alliance that there are hostiles out in the galaxy. Good, good. So the Alliance retaliates and destroys the Turian patrol patrol fleet. Oh. This starts quickly escalating into war. To the Turians, like little little summary here. Yeah. The Turians were performing a standard police action. Granted. To them, yes. Yeah. Yes. The humans... This basically told us that aliens are dangerous. 
I mean, yeah, their first and... contact are people that are shooting them <laughs> yep. and killing them off. They didn't even try diplomacy. No. They just started <laughs> shooting. God. Oh, my God. Um, so the Turians, actually, they, they defeated a few of the human scout fleets. Yeah. But the humans were actually putting up a really good fight. Okay. Eventually, Turians uh, found a nearby human colony, Shangxi. It was one of the bigger ones. Yep. And they decided to occupy it. And they occupied it by having orbital bombardment at the ready and then sending their military down and occupying the cities. Mm-hmm. As such, the human military couldn't really fight back and they couldn't get supplies because if they tried to get supplies, the orbital bombardment threat would just, would kill civilians in, in the hundreds of, if not thousands. Yeah. Interestingly, uh, well, sorry. This unfortunately forced um, the human forces to start starving, and eventually General Williams, Ashley's grandfather. Yeah, yep, yeah. She actually brings this up. Nice. Um, is the only human to have ever surrendered to the Turians. He was forced to surrender because his forces were starving, and if he made any actions, the colony would be put in danger. <sighs> I guess. It, it, it was a good reason. That That's the thing, is like, if you listen to it and she tells you this, it's like, yeah, no, he made the right call, but he's also the only one to have ever surrendered, and as such, that's like a that's a black mark on his on his record and his family's record. Apparently, humans are fucking stupid. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> now the thing is, when General Williams surrendered, the Turians thought they won. No, this was a big colony, and they thought it was the human homeworld. Okay, that is. Until they were proven very, very wrong. Oh, God. When the second fleet showed up. Yep. And destroyed the occupying forces. Yep, yep. <laughs> the council finally found out about this situation. Oh, took them that long? Yeah, well, yeah, no. It was, well, the Turians, the Turians are a piece of shit, too, the, so. They really are. <laughs> if the ones fo- that are good are great. As a to- as a whole, they are all. They were following their shit. own rules and policy, obviously for a good reason. Well, but it's like they, they were also in follow- following a very imperialistic doctrine yeah. of we're going to vassalize this new species and they're going to work for us now. Oh, and that didn't work out for them because we were a little bit more advanced than they were expecting. Jesus, they very much underestimated just how far humans had come had before come. they reached that point. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so the council finally finds out, and they finally intervene to prevent interplanetary war. And mm-hmm. basically, basically, it was an sorry diplomat saying, "Hey, they don't speak for all of us. Yeah, we're going to so. come in here. We're going to we're going to we're going to talk this out, and we're going to fix this. Good. <laughs> um, the Turians were forced to pay heavy reparations to the United Systems Alliance. No, yes. you sure? You sure and, about um, that? This this basically is the foundation of humans and Turians distrusting each other for a very, very long oh, time. Oh, absolutely. Um, but in recent years, they've started to work together. They're actually heavy, like, they're, they're each other's number one trade partner. Yes. And they actually share uh, projects in military development, namely the SSV Normandy. Yeah. The, the, yeah. Stealth, the stealth frigate. Um, but yeah, no, the, the big thing is, like... <laughs> Turians kind of wanted to more or less take over humans as 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 a vassalized um, subservient species. Yeah, and humans were way bigger than they thought they were. Uh, human Turians are known for having a massive stick up their ass as well. How could you assume that a race that 
happen to find a relay. Well, they, the thing is, is that happens all the, that actually happens quite a bit. So, um, so the humans found relays before 314 and had activated them. Yes. And then the Turians found them at 314 and yes. assumed that this was their first. Pretty much. Pr- pretty much. Okay. The thing is, that's well, not yeah, actually, it's I not guess. actually uncommon for I that guess. to happen. That, like, humans aren't the first ones to, for that to have been the case. Okay. You know? I think that's actually what happened with the Hanar, was they activated their own relay and then kind of just bounced straight to the Citadel or something like that. I'd, 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 I'd have to double check that, but like, they actually didn't get very far before they ran into the rest of the galaxy. Humans, we slingshotted all We just over got unlucky not hitting the Citadel, I guess. Kind of, kind of. Or we got lucky, depending on how you look at it. Because remember, we were able to expand immensely oh, before, before getting Before even reaching, yeah, so, exactly. yep, okay. It's like, depending on how you look at it's that. It's half and half. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So, yeah. Now, humans, like I said, we're we're pretty adaptable as a species. We actually yep. integrate ourselves into galactic society very quickly. Of course, um, taking over not taking over CSEC, but like a lot of a lot of humans <laughs> join CSEC. A lot of humans join other sections of I mean, like galactic the galactic because CSEC is like a military like, police, so yeah, yeah, easy enough to assimilate into that. Well, also it's open to all species who yep. want to serve. It's it's a public service thing. The thing is, you don't serve your species. You, you serve, serve the council, the council, and, and, and the, the entire piece. Yeah, yeah. You, you serve the galactic community. The galactic community, the and universe, that's not something that's blah, 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 that's blah. not foreign to humans. Like you know, we have public servants that do that all the, the time. The UN, you know, yeah. Um, but the thing is, is like unlike the Turians, where it was like super respectable, a lot of people don't really like the humans because we kind of integrated too quickly, and that's a little suspicious. Oh, okay. like like it, a lot of a lot of galactic they species expected us to take longer. Kind of, they they didn't expect us basically to just jump in and get it. They see it as like a non-hostile takeover. Humans started expanding very quickly, and this is actually a problem when we run into the Batarians. I mean, humans are just built different, pretty much. But the, the, like, legitimately, so, that's it. <laughs> so human, so the like the alien races assume that they were just smart. Not necessarily. Again, this kind of comes into the whole, they don't, we're a wild card. Okay. We can fill any role. Because it just seems odd to them that we're able to... Just kind of do this. Not habitualize, but Mm -hmm. inhabit random fucking planets that shouldn't be inhabitable by other races. Well, we we can inhabit a wider variety, is the thing. It's it's not like, so again, let's say the Drell as an example. Yes. They, They don't come until later, I don't think, but like... They can only inhabit desert worlds. It's actually a problem because their their desert world um, kind of died off. Okay, and they're currently living on the Hanar's home world. It's an ocean world, <laughs> and because it is so humid, and they are um, they're physically adapted to incredibly arid environments. Dry. Yep. Um, Thane has a disease where it, it's basically sickle cell disease. His ah. his blood cannot absorb the oxygen in the humid air. And it causes it like causes him to basically never be able to breathe. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, he he basically he's slowly drowning in his own lungs. But we basically can, <clears throat> yeah, we do can, whatever the hell we want. Yeah, we can live on desert planets. We could live on ocean planets. We can live on continental mountain tundra, like anywhere. All that other shit. Yep, we can actually. I think um I think Novaria. I know it's run by a Salarian. Yeah. I want to double check. I don't know who actually first like colonized it, but it very well could be a human. That's basically like situation. in Stellaris. If you play the humans, mm-hmm. once you obviously learn to another any other freaking Civ <clears throat> game, mm-hmm. space whatever, you learn the tech to inhabit inhabit other worlds. 
but you also have like a baseline habitability yes and humans basically like there's actually a trait called adaptable Mm -hmm. which gives you 10 percent more habitability yep and that's that's basically what the humans are we're just able to adapt to other very climates really easily compared to others but yeah okay also if you think about it like even technologically speaking we as people adapt our environment to us we don't adapt to our yeah, environment. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, And that's like, if you think about it, no other species, well, I won't say no, because some of them do, but most other species on the on our planet alone yeah. don't do that. They adapt to their environment. We make stuff to adapt. Right. Whereas, you know, if that's you think fine. about it, it's yeah. possible the alien species never really started doing that. Huh. So like, yeah, minor terraforming might be a thing or like minor adjustments. But like, again, turning an arid world into an ocean world, not going to happen. No. For humans, well, we don't really need to make a massive adjustment like that. We can just take the minor adjustment and work with it. <laughs> you know? Damn. <clears throat> uh, so this actually became a problem, though. Human expansion, like how fast and how massive it got, became a problem when dealing with Batarians. They are the only species to have developed with four eyes. I found that out. Oh, Yeah, nice. they have two sets of eyes. The only four eyes. The, the, only, the only bipedal species they specify. Um, so the Batarian hegemony entered the council probably about a hundred years before humans were discovered okay and they kind of they did their thing they expanded a little bit they colonized the issue is batarians are naturally um aggressive (sighs) yep every goddamn species is aggressive only only the three very interesting ones (laughs) the three you really contend with and interact with in the fucking games too yeah yeah, i mean you have to yeah the aggressive ones yeah Where's my Volcar fucking Mass Effect game, dude? <laughs> um, but the Batarians, well, the Batarians in their case, they're not just naturally aggressive; they're also like naturally um, arrogant. They're su- they see themselves as superior of okay. and better okay. than everyone else. Like a four eyes. Um, no, legit, legitimately, <laughs> legitimately, that is a thing. That is part of their religion. I am not even joking. Oh my god. <laughs> fucking what ego i'm not i'm not even exaggerating legitimately having four eyes making them better than everyone (laughs) is genuinely part of their religion (laughs) yeah yeah okay okay so they're naturally aggressive species they have a strict caste system which kind of pisses off the rest of the council species not because they have a caste system but because the bottom level of that caste are slaves that they take from other species Mm. yeah no yeah um so they're naturally aggressive they actually provoked several incidences and caused crises um including bombarding a solarian colony and annexing an an asari colony and Uh. taking in the slaves yeah and they refused to stop when the council told them to basically they get they faced the heavy sanctions and said sure we can fucking do it is there a batarian on the galactic council no okay i'm misremembering that yeah (laughs) Um, so actually, so, so here's, here's what happened. The humans start colonizing the Skillian Verge. And this was a Batarian, a place that Batarians had already started colonizing. Yep. And the humans, again, being as like aggressively expansionist as we are, like we don't actually go out and pick fights with other people. We're just able to we'll expand. Get, if yeah. we get there first, we're going to defend our, our territory. Yeah. Batarians don't like this. Shock. So, uh, they actually start fighting the, the humans and try pushing them out and that didn't exactly work that's not gonna happen we we defended our territory yeah and batarians got kicked back to their planet or home you know home systems whatever yeah and the batarians go to the council and say hey 
you need to declare the Skillian Verge as a place of Batarian interest. We were we were colonizing that area. We have plans to colonize that area. And humans came in there and took our, our place. And the council basically told them to fuck off. Sucks to suck. <laughs> no, yes. So basically they were told, fair's fair, first come, first served, work it out with the humans on your own fucking time. <laughs> yeah, work it out with them. Yeah. yeah, okay, bud. Well, and that's the thing. They tried working it out, and yeah. it didn't exactly work. That's why they went crying to the council. Oh my god. So the Batarians got really insulted. They don't need to put up with this. So they left the council embassy and became isolationists. And they <laughs> live within their own systems. They don't really expand much anymore because they can't. No, they'll be put down. Oh yeah, oh yeah. When when they left, because remember they were they were a rowdy bunch even before they left. Jesus. They were no one's friend, and now they're no one's friend, and now everyone's enemies. They went from no one's friend to everyone's <clears throat> enemies, basically. Damn. Um. So what they ended up doing though to try and kind of win some of their power back and whatnot is they started funneling money to pirates to raid human colonies specifically in <laughs> the Skillian Verge. This led to the Skillian Blitz um, and the attack on Elysium, which is the largest colony in that cluster. I think I think it might be I think that it might be the largest colony at the time. Okay. I'm not sure. But if you played a hero of Commander Shepard, you might know the uh attack on Elysium and the Skillian Blitz because that's where Commander Shepard made their like big appearance they held the fucking line they performed a holding action mm -hmm. pirates would basically come down land try and take this this key colony yeah and commander shepherd killed all of them that tried and that <laughs> basically single-handedly like oh, okay. like yes they had their squad but commander's kill count it, it, it was basically like you're playing a game of call of duty and you have one guy that goes 32 and 0 yeah. in a 50 kill game. Jesus. That's what Commander Shepard was in the Skilly Blitz. Christ. Yeah. So the pirates could not make any progress and effectively couldn't take the colony until Alliance reinforcements came and absolutely destroyed them. <laughs> Those pirates died. <laughs> Oh, okay, so the Batarians couldn't do anything... The, the, the pirates couldn't take the colony because of Commander Shepard, basically. Yes. Commander Shepard basically just held the line. She couldn't, or he, she, whatever, whichever one you're playing, couldn't, like, counterattack. Yes. But they also didn't let the Batarians take the colony. So they, okay, so the human Shepard waited until Alliance reinforcements came, came and then... and just okay. blew up the, the Batarian. Not, not Batarian, remember, the Batarians were funding the pirates... They didn't necessarily participate. There, there are worse yeah. some Batarian pirates, but like it wasn't just Batarians for the sake this. of generalization. Yeah, Batarian yeah. pirates. Yeah, um, they were they were Batarian funded pirates, but yeah, privateers, pretty much, <laughs> well, pretty much. Yeah, actually, actually, they were. Yeah, yeah, quote unquote, um, Batarian sanctioned. <laughs> uh, so as such, the pirates were forced back. The Batarians obviously withdrew all their money and. Um, oh. They've remained isolated ever since, slowly stagnating and rotting, and they blame the council, and particularly humans, for their downfall. <laughs> Man, if the council had backed us when these humans tried stepping on our territory, then then we wouldn't we wouldn't be here today. Oh my god. What a bunch of losers. They they really are. They're they're basically the incels of the galaxy. They're so <laughs> they they're sit like, in their attic typing on space Reddit. They're so like this uh, what was it? Like sore losers of they're... Oh yeah. Well, again, the thing is, they actually like 
they roughed up humans first yeah. and then humans fought back and they're like oh shit we can't we can't actually beat them let's go cry to mommy and daddy at the council and mommy and daddy's like no 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 fight no, your no. own fights yeah <laughs> or you know stop being like well it wasn't even that it. It, it was literally like play fair you both can split it like literally the council was like right just, you can both right. colonize it there's enough for everybody yeah if you want more of the share, talk to talk to the other guy. Yeah, we don't need to deal you with. You have this. to make deals, not just yeah. oh, this is ours because we touched and, Earth and, first. Yeah, and and the Batarians like they took offense to oh. that because they are they are literally the most egocentric species in the galaxy. <laughs> Jesus H Christ! <sighs> Damn, that's fucked, man. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so that's that's basically where the humans are kind of now. Um, from here, you know, they work with the Turians, they, they integrate themselves more and more into galactic society, like, basically, by the time Mass Effect 1 comes around, yes. we've been around for, I want to say, a little less than 100 years? Hmm. Maybe, maybe 50 years or so, I can't remember, okay. but, like, we haven't been around that long on the, like, the galactic stage. Yeah. But, we've, like taken over 50 percent of csec we've taken over you know massive trading lanes and like because again we can fit ourselves into any part of society we can assimilate very yeah. fucking fast and that and and the thing is is like because we're growing in power so fast like the humans at the beginning of mass effect one the whole reason why shepherd becomes a specter is because we're trying to go from specter to council that's that's kind of yep. our in to become a council seat yep and everyone else is kind of like a little bit miffed at that. The Volus in particular are like really butthurt because like we have literally been here longer than anyone else, yep. and the Turians got a seat before us. We deserve, so yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like, I mean, to the point of, God forbid, you know, humans are able to do it. I get, I yeah, no, it's a it's a weird situation, <clears throat> but um, basically the rest of the galaxy, like, don't get me wrong, on an individual level people tend to like humans yeah as long as they don't have like any like turians tend not to like humans because they're very prejudiced they have a right to, to they're xenophobic and they have a right to do so yeah to, right so well they, again the way they see it is like we were doing our i mean like don't get me wrong well, it, was they, a police, yeah. it was a police brutality situation they saw they thought hey we are doing what we were told or not told, yeah but like well we it's are, again it's a little more than that but yeah <clears throat> what we were supposed to do and oh they you know fought back yeah, and so like they so were the, more the advanced and the than we thought they were, kind of against each other. But again, on an individual level, most species kind of like humans. Yes, because again, we're very handy to have. Yes. There's actually there's actually a guy in um the Citadel DLC. Mm -hmm. You can kind of overhear. You know, you have to distract the guards or something, or like you have to pretend to be um not suspicious. Yeah, and so you can have one of your companions go and talk to this person that's talking about his time. He actually worked. On the Solarian homeworld of Sirkesh as a researcher. Okay. Because, like, again, humans can kind of fit any role. Oh, so they that's kinda, right. That's they right. Yeah. Go everywhere. The, the Solarians are like, yeah, no, we absolutely want you to come and research with us. You're pretty decent at what you do. Maybe not Solarian level, but like, you definitely have your uses. You know what? Yeah, you yeah. have your uses and you know at least enough. Well, to... humans are also really, because we're kind of adaptive <clears throat> and whatnot, or part of the reason why we're adaptive, we're, al we're also really creative. Like, humans are known, even in combat and stuff, yeah. to do things that other species wouldn't even think of doing. Well, yeah, because, you know, hey, it's a surprise. Yeah. Human, humans, Mass Effect is like, so you know the Reddit, humans fuck yeah? Yes. 
humans in Mass Effect are very much that, but like on a little bit more of a, a low key note, right? Kind of thing like we're not the ones that like will kick in the door, but we are the ones that are better than everyone else. <laughs> Yikes! Or more specifically, it's it's not so much we're not the best at any one thing, but we're the second best at literally everything. At everything else, yeah. So because you can never really expect what they're gonna do next, mm-hmm. technically. And you can't expect any, again, like, personality traits. Like, humans are 100% the wild card in Mass Effect as, as a setting. Good. It's, like, it's actually kind of a cool thing. Because, again, we're not the best at anything. You know, you can look at any one other species and be like, hey, that's a thing, you know, that's better. It actually comes up in Mass Effect Andromeda. Um, yeah, no, no, no. <sighs> so, uh, the cat, their whole thing is, like, they kind of melt down other species and assimilate them into their species. Okay. But when they do that, they take beneficial traits. When he, when the um, Ket saw that, like, oh, wow, this is a species from another galaxy. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, there's so many traits that, like, we never would have seen in our galaxy. Right. Basically, they saw the Solarians, like, mental um, prowess and their nervous systems and whatnot. It's like, ooh, we can we take want that. that. And yep. we want that. And then they see the Asari, um, their ability to, first off, live, live almost forever. Long. Yeah. And then also the ability to reproduce um, through, I can't remember what it's called, I'll, I'll do it because I'm doing the Asari episode next. Um, but the, the way they reproduce, the thing is, the whole thing with the Ket, they're so genetically modified, they're actually sterile. <laughs> they assimilate other species as a method of reproduction. Damn. And they see the Asari's method of reproduction as like a potential fix to that. The Krogans, there was so much in the Krogans that the Ket would want, just... <clears throat> redundant nervousness you know just just be oh yeah all be, those be badass yep. but whenever he goes to the human you know you as writer it's like all right nothing's really standing out about you i don't know what the hell's going on i followed you i watched you like literally he says this yeah i've been observing you this entire time i let you on this ship to destroy this ship yeah so i can figure out what the hell makes you special and the answer <laughs> nothing really you're not special <laughs> You're not fucking special. I'm not really you have, special, You have a dude. fucking computer in your head that make, that's making you special, and I can just build that myself. Yeah. So it's like there's nothing, nothing yeah. genetically crazy about humans a lot of the time. Yep. But it's like oh, they, they okay. literally, they literally are the cat are completely unimpressed by humans, Jesus. and that's kind of what also gets them their ass kicked. Oh yeah, no, I don't doubt that. Because <laughs> again, we're not special in any one way. But we're second best. We have the silver medal, a jack of all trades yeah. type thing. Like if you, if you, let's say, let's go to the Olympics, right? As an example, sure. This guy, you have a dude who has never won a single gold medal, but he has won the silver medal in literally every event. That is the pinnacle of what a human is. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they're able to do a lot of things mm-hmm. decently well above average. But they're not. There's not like one singular thing where they're like, "Oh, we are the top tier." That's what kind of makes us special. We use that to our advantage, yeah. and also the the fact that we're not like the the one best in anything. Yep, makes other species like because they think, "Oh, I'm better than the human at the thing I'm really good at." But then the human will play you with something that you're not good at. Yeah, like yeah, they have <laughs> they, they under they underestimate humans a lot. They they're like, "Oh yeah, we're better. We're." smarter or whatever with this type of technology building mm-hmm. or whatever and humans are like yeah but you can't do this that well can you oh wow you have really good science here's a big gun yeah. oh you have a big gun here's a big science <laughs> yeah it's like oh i can do all these things and it's like well that's stupid <laughs> it's like, well, yeah Human- sucks humans to be you guys monsters. kind of but uh but yeah that's uh <laughs> that is kind of where the humans are in the turians we cover the turians we cover the batarians 
And I think that is where we're going to be done for today. Did we cover the turrets? <laughs> <laughs> any last minute questions or anything? Oh, God, man. It's just, you know how painful it is to listen to this three fucking times? <laughs> I have to listen. Come back and edit it. Listen, and then listen. On, well, I have to listen on whatever I listen to it on. Cause to make like, sure it uploaded properly. I mean, to see that uploaded, but also be like, oh, man. Is this even <laughs> worth listening to? <laughs> I thought I thought we did pretty good. Episode I one, I was the... quiet because I think I was like way like I was like yeah, leaning back, back like you here are right now. What I was right now, yeah. but yeah, um, two wasn't bad. I can I can easily tell when I uh, did some of the uh, edits, but that's mm-hmm. just because I had to. Yeah, some I mean I try to also, make it. If you're not listening through headphones and stuff, a lot of that stuff doesn't come through as well. Yes. Um, so it's, it's a little bit Yeah, because when I was listening so on the headphones for episode one... You can hear a lot. I, could, I was fine in my headphones. Oh, like, yeah. I could hear myself and you perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. But at, when I was working, I listened to the uh, two episodes. And I was listening and I could... Yeah, I could barely hear. Mm-hmm. I, I could hear myself. But if you were talking, I was talking at, like, the same time. I could kind of hear myself. I would have to turn up the uh, podcast volume. But I have yeah. to do that a lot in the trucks or any vehicles because it's... Yeah. Open saying, speakers. It, it sounded fine whenever I was because I listened to it um, when when Jerry mentioned it. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, it went up, cool." And I went and I uh, I listened to it, and it sounded perfectly fine on my speakers. Like I said, first episode you were a little quiet because you were yeah. leaning back, but like after that, it was good, but, which is fine. Yeah. So I think that's where we'll end today. Oh, we'll be back. Christ. We're doing weekly releases. Is what, is what you decided, right? I might just do that just so we have episodes out for a while. Yeah. Um, just because I think. Oh no! I mean, two episodes. Uh, whatever. Who cares? That's something. We'll, 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 I don't yeah. care. But for now, they'll release when they release. <laughs> look forward to <laughs> That's it. what's gonna happen. Keep keep an eye out weekly. How's that? By the time this comes out, by the time this one comes out, the other two episodes should have been out already. Yeah, I still got to edit episode four. Uh, all right, so that will be it for today. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, I've been Mike. We'll be back. No. <laughs> you already introduced yourself in the beginning. And that's Matt. People, God <laughs> damn it. God damn you. If you do this, <laughs> it's so fucking redundant, bro. It's so fucking redundant. I'm going to keep it I can, in. I can, I can I'm plug, keeping this I can, in. I can plug my Twitch. Oh, fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm going to keep all of this in. It don't matter. If you say your Twitch, I will cut it out. Yeah? Yeah? Yeah. All right, that's it. All right, everybody. (laughs) All right, everybody, uh, that's it for now. So we'll talk to you later. Have a good one. (laughs)